Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, l- let me just oh, get something oh no. frivolous off my chest. First oh, of all, no. this really pissed me off. Uh-huh. All right, may I? May I just... Well, I guess so, because my name's yeah, on the wall. Yeah, your name's on the wall right yeah, there. Yeah, so I guess I can. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Bro. how badly BYU got jobbed over the weekend. So bad. Absolutely screwed. Yeah, when I saw their wow. opponent was UAB, my initial thought was, oh, wow, was UAB good this year? I totally missed that. Uh, the answer to that is no. No. <clears throat> they were <laughs> eight and four. So, okay, they were, I, I don't know why they keep doing this. They shouldn't do it. They lock themselves into a bowl game before this season, like three, five, six years ago that they did this and they locked themselves into the independence bowl thinking okay we're independent we don't know if we'll wind up anywhere they've got a much better chance winding up in a decent bowl game if they're not locked into a crappy bowl like the independence bowl whose opponent is a uh conference usa team or the dragons man Woo! Or bla- blazers or something blazers. blazers yeah they're not even the dragons dragons would be kind of cool so wait a minute hold but on they're a not second. that so I've, I've spent the last 24 hours upset for you because <clears throat> byu is in an independence bowl yes and but they're in the independence bowl so it's because they got fault? screwed by the by the playoff committee they were number 12 okay, last yeah. week they didn't play this weekend right they dropped to 13 Okay, one. Not only did they drop to 13, Utah jumped ahead of them. Oh, that makes no sense. You guys beat Three them. loss, Utah, including being dominated by BYU. Oh, no. How, how do you put them ahead of BYU when they lost to BYU head-to-head? How many losses got a does worse, Utah have? Three. Oh, dude. They're 10-3, and three, BYU's 10-2. and two. Uh, BYU dominated uh, Utah in not just football, everything this year. <laughs> I, we, I, I just have to make this point. Did they factor we that in? We beat them in football. We beat them in men's basketball. Yeah. We beat them in women's basketball. We beat them, we beat them in women's volleyball twice. Mm-hmm. And yet they jumped ahead of us in the football bowl. Yeah, that makes no sense whatsoever. But As, I, Absolutely asinine. I don't follow what you said about they're locked into the Independence Bowl. Yeah, they, so they're contracted this, with the Independence Bowl. They make this deal with ESPN because ESPN owns every single bowl game. So is this BYU's fault for doing it, that? In part, yeah. Oh, no. In, in part, it is. Bad. In part, it is. Because they don't just take their chances. They mm-hmm. don't... Okay, Believe count in yourself. on yourself. Yeah. Yes. Bet on yourself right. and bet that you're going to be 10-2 and two at more, the end of the season Mormons. and you're going to get a better game than the Independence Bowl. Mormons don't gamble. No, that's right. No, that's that. true. Come on now. That's exactly right. No, but I, I felt your pain, man, because like uh, I said, I saw the opponent before I saw the Outrageous. Out, and, and not only is it UAB, mm-hmm. the University of Alabama, Birmingham, we didn't even get the, the conference champion, uh, UTSA, because they ducked us to go play in some other bowl. They get to choose. And rather than choose BYU, oh, the 13th no. ranked team, 12 in the AP poll, you're going to go to the Frisco Bowl and play San Diego State, who's unranked? Wow. You know what, though? What a the, chicken crap thing to do UTSA that is. couldn't handle North Texas. So yeah, they, they got obviously, destroyed so they by North Texas. So they know they couldn't handle BYU. Yes, that's a, that's exactly right. Uh-huh. Uh, it, and it's agonizing because as, as I look over some of the bowl games, you know, you got Utah in the Rose Bowl. We beat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to play Ohio State. Um, Washington State, whom we beat, gets to play f- uh, Miami of Florida, uh, the Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arizona State, whom we beat, gets to play Wisconsin. 
Oregon is playing Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl, a team that was beaten by a team we dominated. Mm-hmm. Virginia's in a bowl game. We beat them. Of course, they're only playing SMU. SMU's not bad, though, lately. Uh, Florida State plays, or, or Florida plays UCF. UCF gets a bowl game against Florida, and they're 8-4 and four in the season. We beat them by 25 points uh, in the bowl game last year. Is there a specific bowl game that you thought BYU should be in? Or you just wanted a January? Uh, yeah, I just wanted a New Year's Six bowl game. Uh, okay. And then, barring that, there was some kind of other tie-in with... Um, uh, I can't remember, but it was a, a team that was contracted with the Big Ten and the SEC, I think it was, or Big Ten and Big 12. So we would have played at least a Power 5 team, which would have been nice. But I've probably spent well, more time whining about fine. this than it just, I mean, with the world on fire. That's not the biggest issue. It's kind of a first world problem. Yeah, well, you know, $2.2 million payout for the Independence Bowl. But, oh, is uh, it? Yeah. Oh, it's not bad. You know, it just uh, would have been nice What's if you the were... payout? Does it say what the payout is for the Frisco Bowl? Because um, okay, if quick. it's less than that, it's clearly that UTSA was afraid. We're almost at $4 million payout for the Peach Bowl, which is one of the bowls I thought you guys might play. Yeah. Uh, like, I think Michigan State's in it, and I oh, thought right. that would have been a good spot for BYU. be a really good spot. But anyhow, uh, Frisco Bowl payout. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. $650,000. So, in other words, so in T- other words UTSA. Unranked team yeah. for about a third of, a the... third of the money. <laughs> Less than a third of the money. Okay. okay. that okay. That's a pretty clear hey, dodge right on, there. On your little uh, bowl game list there, where is... Uh, where are my Huskers playing on uh, their bowl game? <laughs> you know, I... Um, huh? What's that? I'm still scrolling. Yeah, find it, because I know it's in there somewhere. It's got to be. <laughs> it's got to be. They had a heck of a 3-9 and nine season. <laughs> they, they actually did. I know, man. Weird. That's a weird statement to make, but they actually did. Hurts. I, I saw that Missouri got a bowl game against... Mm, I can't remember who, and I think I deleted it all now, so... <laughs> Let's see here. Missouri's bowl game is going to be against... Oh, it's going to be the Armed Forces Bowl. That's in Fort Worth, Oh, against Worth, Army, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, so Jeffy could go if he, yeah. if he wanted to. In theory, he could go if they had fat guy seating, but I don't know if they do. I don't know if they do. <laughs> it's a big stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Just not big seating. Right. Uh, all right. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed. On Twitter, are there other things going on in the world other than, you know, football teams being wronged? Yes. Yes, there are. Uh, Rashida Tlaib. (laughs) She's good. She's awesome. Right? She wants uh, students to be forgiven their debt. Uh, And she kind of outlined that whole thing. I worked full time Monday through Friday and took weekend classes to get my law degree. And still close to $200,000 in debt. And I still owe hmm. about $70,000. And who, who, who forced you hmm. to take out that student loan? Who forced you to go to law school and spend $200,000 when you're not even really using your law degree? Mm. Yeah, well, she, no, yeah, she does not know the law. That's no, sure. she doesn't. Um, yeah, and as you're mm-hmm. watching her whine out mm-hmm. there, uh, just keep in mind the person speaking makes a salary that you pay for of $174,000 a mm-hmm. year. Okay? All right. See the rest of this. And most of it was interest. 
Oh, no. Most of it was our own government making money and profit off of me. That's you. You're and the government. guess what? I didn't go to the for-profit entities. I went to legal aid. I worked at the nonprofit organization fighting for, you know, the right to breathe clean air, uh -huh. to fight for the worker that was getting Jeez. their wage, uh, you oh. know, taken and stolen so from I should their pay employer. For she made student that I went and worked yeah. on immigrant right. rights and so much more. I don't more. care what you did. And all of that <laughs> to cares? say... We have to stop treating as if folks that are paying for education, as if they bought some bougie car oh. or some big, you know. Pause it for a second. Yeah. No. It doesn't matter what they got, what they incurred the debt for. If they did so willingly mm -hmm. of their own free will, it's their responsibility now, not ours as taxpayers. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I, I, I mean, I couldn't care less what they're doing with their degree. I would like to point out, we've avoided this until now. We've allowed <sighs> Jeffy to change the definition of the word bougie. Uh, Rashida yeah. Tlaib is actually using it uh, properly. It's mm -hmm. high class, but we've mm -hmm. let Jeffy manipulate our language, and we just went along with it, and now Shouldn't we're having to pay it. for it. We had to pay for it today. We should not have done it. <clears throat> Let's see the rest of this if Folks we can handle it. that are it. paying for education as if they bought some bougie <laughs> car or some big, you know, mm -hmm. something beyond their... No. <laughs> no. They were seeking an education. No. Oh, wow. Wow. Huh. So that's our fault then? Yeah. Yeah, fault. that's our fault. And we should have to pay for it. $1.73 trillion. $1.73 trillion. And we're supposed to just pick up the tab because it's a lot. And uh, they made a choice to go into debt to go to school. They could have avoided that choice. I did. <laughs> I just... Did you have student debt, Keith? How did you pay for Nebraska? Um, my parents were so kind uh, mm. to fund that, and they got nice. um, a Pell Grant for me. Okay. And um, what is the Pell? You don't have to pay the Pell Grant back because it's a grant, right? Yeah. yeah. So correct. Yeah. And like for example, um, my kids—I uh, was about to say—my kids are going to college. <laughs> One of them is going to college right now, and we have an option to take on student debt. And we're not going to. We've made that decision Smart. that we're going to scrimp and save and figure it out. And we're not going to huh. go into debt. It's a but that's only because you're bougie white people. Because we're right. And yeah. other people don't have that same opportunity. That's right. That's right. And, yeah. and yeah. I would also like to point out to the lovely <laughs> representative of the state of Michigan that um, it's the federal government that's actually caused... Uh, the cost of school to go up with their involvement with sure the financial is. aspect of it. And so if you really want to get to the heart of the matter, yeah. now I've got Don Henley in my head, um, then you need to address that as opposed to the people that are going out and running up individual debt. Yeah, All this whining about, and now I have all this debt. Yeah, you went into that with your eyes wide open, right? You're an adult human being when you took out the loan. Otherwise... You wouldn't be going to college unless you're, you know, some 12-year-old genius who somehow uh, advanced to college way ahead of time. But you're an adult human being, and you know that you're going to have to pay that back. And so now you're going to whine about it because you made those choices. You want somebody else to pick up the tab for you. No! How about no? We're not going to do it. Just, it's pathetic. And these communists... And she, I mean, she is as close to a communist as this country offers in a politician. She and the, the whole squad are all a bunch of little socialist communists, a bunch of Marxists. And, and just typical of Marxists, uh, they're the elite. They shouldn't have to pay anything. And so they're going to put that burden on us. Collapse the system. Yeah, absolutely not. No. 
oh, I'm so tired of it. So tired of the whining. <laughs> and it's it's also, you know, the tax cuts that that benefited only the wealthiest Americans. Do you know they just did a uh, survey on this, a study of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 that we heard over and over and over again from Democrats. Right, only help the richest Americans tax cut for the wealthy. Every single person in America got a tax cut. And who is who benefited the most? Um, the middle class. The middle class, working class in this country benefited the most from these tax cuts. Even as Democrats railed against them, uh, Elizabeth Warren said, this corruption is hollowing out America's middle class and tearing down our democracy, which, of course, we don't have. Uh, Maisie Hirono claimed that the richest 1% of Americans were dancing in the streets after the Senate passed the tax cuts. Uh, Then-Senator Kamala Harris, the tax plan approved tonight by my Republican colleagues, is shameful. Mm -hmm. This is a victory for corporations and the top 1% of Americans, not teachers, not seniors, and certainly not the middle class. No, exactly the opposite. You're just 180 degrees wrong, as always. Uh, So this was from the Heartland Institute. After accounting for all tax deductions and credits... Uh, filers with an adjusted gross income of forty to fifty thousand dollars received an average tax cut of eighteen point two percent. Oh wow, that's not bad at all. It doesn't fit the narrative that, that we were fed either. No, it hmm. kind of doesn't. Higher income earners paid an even larger share of the total tax burden in twenty eighteen than they did in twenty seventeen. Oh, hmm. And again, we one day we're going to have to decide what the fair share is. For the wealthiest Americans, <laughs> the analysis said the tax filers earning five hundred thousand or more paid thirty nine percent of all income tax. Thirty nine percent. The top one percent paid thirty nine percent of all taxes. But after the tax reform went into effect in twenty eighteen, the same income bracket paid forty one point five percent. Wait a minute. Of total so income tax Trump's revenues. tax cuts for the rich were actually increasing the burden for the rich. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what happened. Okay. Got All right. Mm-hmm. So, again, let's figure out exactly what is their fair share. Is it 100%? Mm-hmm. Should they pay the entire tax burden? Probably Democrats who would say, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. At the same yeah. uh, brainstorming session where we figure out what the fair share for taxes is, can we also figure out what the fair minimum wage price is as well? Yeah, that would be that'd be a good meeting. Just have a good... And maybe just for fun, uh-huh. let's throw in when when does life begin? <laughs> let's throw that one in too. <laughs> let's, finally, let's finally get an answer to that. <laughs> yeah. When does life begin? What, two years into uh, your your human existence Mm -hmm. (sighs) yeah wait can we also um price gouging Mm. can we figure out where that line is as well right we're gonna need a whole what's just a really high price and what is gouging yeah we're gonna need two morning (laughs) sessions and two afternoon (laughs) sessions at this uh conference but that should do it right we should should, answer all of the mysteries of life clear that right here over at the irving convention center we're gonna have to dig up the founders and put them in charge of this because that's the only way that would get done (laughs) Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Oh, whoops. Uh-oh. Whoops. Somebody forgot something. Well, no, that's all right. Keep we'll make moving. it up. 
We'll just keep. We'll just. Uh, we'll plow, pretend. Plow ahead. <clears throat> uh, Bette Midler says Tr- Donald Trump should be arrested for attempted murder of Joe Biden. No. Wow. Hmm. Okay. A uh, former staffer is claiming that President Trump went to a debate with Joe Biden knowing that he tested positive for coronavirus. Mm. Wow. So, uh, Bette Midler equates that with attempted murder. Of course. What else are you going to equate it with? <laughs> uh, the actress was reacting to a report that he had tested positive. The claim was made in a memoir by, by Mark Meadows. Uh, Midler took to Twitter to excoriate the former president. Wow. That rat bastard knew... <laughs> Knew he had COVID-19 on September 26th, but went on with his schedule anyway. Unmasked. Mm. Uh, uh, spewing his saliva <laughs> all over Biden during the debate. Wait. What a pig. They weren't. He'd like, sell smallpox, infected blankets to soldiers. He's that guy. He's that guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, uh, of course. Okay. I think there's no question of that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtag Donald Trump should be arrested for attempted murder. He Asshole. tried to infect and kill Joe Biden. Wait, that's the hashtag? That's yeah. a little well, wordy. For a does hashtag. say hashtag, right? Hashtag oh. Joe Biden. Okay. Oh, hashtag Donald Trump, hashtag Joe Biden. At the debate, by turning up too late to be tested, knowing full well he was positive, then screeched, sputtered, spit, and foamed at the mouth, hoping mm. to infect Joe. Wait. She's got quite so an imagination. So now she's got, um, she's got him actually... Uh, attempting to infect Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, he tried to on purpose. Okay. Because as she says, and I'm quoting, he is the devil, unquote. <laughs> well, can we hear, okay. real quick, can we hear Joe Biden's uh, voice uh, on Friday? Because he's sick. Oh, he wow. He sure is sick. Listen listen to this. Uh, this worldwide effort we're leading won't solve the problem of high gas prices overnight. Hmm. Over the last month, likely due in part to the anticipation of this action, mm-hmm. we've seen oil and gas prices out of the wells. Uh-huh. Oil and gas prices uh-huh. on the wholesale market come okay. down significantly. Ah, uh, wow. So, okay. you know, reporters, at least one reporter, yeah, and I, I know you know who the reporter is, <laughs> recognized that he sounded just a bit off, hmm. maybe a little sick, okay. and actually had the nerve to ask him. No. First of all, Mr. President, uh, your voice sounds a little different. Are you okay? I'm okay. I have a test every day to see a COVID test. I Pause for a second. For all trans- Yet another lie. He doesn't have a COVID test every day. Uh, and he lied about that. Now, he has them frequently, I think like three times a week, but that's not every day. So the guy has to lie about everything. All right, let's hear the rest. I've been checking for all the strands. What I have is a one-and-a-half-year-old grandson who had a cold who likes to kiss his pop. And he's been kissing my anyway. Uh, so, uh, and he, wait, what wait, was, back what? that up in the last ten <laughs> seconds. Don't what? Wait, Excuse me. Wait, I think we're what? getting some more information. Mm-hmm. You realize what road he was going down? Mm-hmm. Kisses like, pop, <laughs> and he's been kissing in my anyway. So uh, what? <laughs> he was kissing on your. <laughs> yeah, he's kissing on my. Uh, well, pe- anyway, uh, pe- my, anyway, yeah, anyway. <laughs> oh, guy wow. is he sucks diabolically stupid yeah and dementia ridden and uh awful just played i awful. think you summed it up nicely there yeah so obviously oh as we've seen god 
quite inconsistent on his mask wearing. Yeah, right. there's another photo of him out and about, oh, right? Oh, really? Because mm-hmm. we know he has a cold. Yeah, he's and so he's there sick. There he is, is. just hanging out. Is that attempted murder, Bet Midler? Right. Who are you trying to kill, bro? Jeez. Oh, mm-hmm. It's hard to believe the hypocrisy they get away with. Really amazing. All right, let me tell you about keeps. How will you know you're ready to do something about your receding hairline and bald spot? Probably when they're about the first things you notice every morning in the mirror, right? So it's time to do something. What do you do? And that part is really easy. Do what Keith does. Go to Keeps. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of their competitors. Hundreds of thousands of guys trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention. Not only does it prevent hair loss in 90% of the cases, but as with Keith... It promoted hair regrowth, which mm. is really cool. Yeah. And, and I think that happens about two-thirds of the time. Then you have a new problem. Then you've got hair sticking up all over the place. And you're like, oh, mm. I got to comb it now. Oh, my gosh. What a burden. There is that problem. <laughs> a little maintenance there. Yeah. Maybe some, I don't know, shampoo from time to time. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got all that. From time to time. <laughs> <laughs> but keeps is really easy, too. You just go online and answer a few questions. Take some pictures of your hair and post them. Then a licensed doctor reviews all that and will recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then they'll work with you along the way. You can message your Keeps doctor 24-7 and track your progress with their progress tracking tool. Go to keeps.com slash pat. Get 50% off your first order of hair loss treatment. Keeps.com slash pat. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, George! Merry Christmas, movie house! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you wonderful building alone! Pat Gray Unleashed. You wonderful building alone! <sighs> My wife won't watch that uh, movie for that reason. There's too much screaming. <laughs> Wait. So loud. Hold on. It's too loud. It's not. It's not you that that is just sitting next to her screaming the lines. <laughs> well, half the time it is. Every scene, yeah, maybe that's what it probably is. So she's making you think that it. No, nah, it's the mm. movie, honey. That it's too loud. Right. Okay. Right, right, right. Well, it's too bad she's missing out. It is. It's a great movie. Have you watched it yet this year? Uh not yet. No. When are you gonna watch it? Do it. I don't know. When it gets a little closer, because it's. I mean, that's the hardcore Christmas stuff for me. You start out kind of relaxed when it's this early <laughs> in the season. Like this is the Hallmark. Yes. Um, yes, the Hallmark um, uh, Christmas movies, which are all exactly the same plot, exactly the same. And Hallmark must sit around their little Christmas movie meetings, and and somebody inevitably suggests, "Hey, what if we were to use uh, Candace Cameron Beret in one of these?" <laughs> huh. Hey, yeah, that worked last time, and the time before, and the time before. And the time before, and the time before that, and what about the time before that? That was really big. And the time before that, ooh, I've got an oh, idea. people will love it. I've got an idea. How about we make like, um, like a boyfriend who's like a bad guy, <laughs> right? You want to do right? that? And uh, the woman works in New York City, but she's <laughs> from a small town, maybe even in the Midwest. Well, okay, all right. And she goes back, goes back home, and, like for the holidays yeah, or something. Yeah, and she huh. and she runs into her mean boyfriend, 
after she has met somebody really nice and special that she likes. Hold on. Then, no, I, toward I, the end of the movie, oh. the bad guy comes back into the picture claiming that he's missed her and loved her forever and uh, regrets the fact that he ever let her go. Never so now she's got that, she's got that dilemma. Never Do work. I go with the new, handsome, wonderful man or the guy I've been uh, obsessed with since high school? I'm so confused right now. So confused. I think when she goes to the Midwest, she runs into her old <laughs> high school, like nerdy friend who's now hot. That's and that could happen they too. Could do that. And yeah. Then, and There's then, like two different things that could happen. But she's engaged. So they to always the jerk keep you guessing. Back in the city, how do I tell <laughs> yes. this guy? And then and then, then and then he shows up though. Yeah. And then you you back him into a yeah. corner, and he has no choice but to be a <laughs> jerk in front of everyone. And now everyone can see. Oh. Yep. Yep. <sighs> It'll uh, never work. Don't no, 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 no. even write it down, uh-uh. dude. No. <laughs> now, we could do 39 or 40 of those every year. Just keep pumping them out. But I would love to know. what are The uh, ratings pretty be, good, huh? The what? The ratings must be really great on those. The, well, they have to be. Right? Because, yeah, they just keep doing it over and over and over. And the season stretches out longer and longer. and ro- Pretty soon they'll be doing these in, I don't know, May. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Memorial Day <laughs> Christmas weekend here on Hallmark. <laughs> Uh, All right. The other thing that's fairly interesting right now is that Biden is employing the same policy that uh, Trump did at the start of the pandemic. And now, of course, we've got the Omicron variant, which they've admitted now. They finally admitted it's uh, mild. It's probably it's more contagious, but less dangerous Mm -hmm. than some of the other variants. Well, why didn't you say that in the first place? Because the doctors were telling you telling you that the whole time from South Africa. Because nobody wants to sleep. Yeah, and they you wanted know. they wanted to scare the crap out of us. Yeah. They're fear mongers, and they want to keep control of us. Anyway, what's the difference between Joe Biden's travel ban on Africa and uh, Donald Trump's? How long will the travel restrictions on countries in Southern Africa be in place? Well, it kind of depends. Uh, it's going week to week here to determine what we uh, need and what the state of affairs. We're going to learn a lot more in the next couple of weeks about yeah. the lethality of this virus, right. about the, how much it spreads, about whether what we have can control it, etc. So it'll depend on, on those those issues. Mr. President. Instituted the travel restrictions was a real shock to European allies. Are you committed to? I mean, are you committed to? Unlike Trump, I don't shock our allies. Mr. President, are you? Wow, that's a good. That was powerful. What a what a comeback. Unlike Trump, unlike Trump, I don't shock our allies. What? What Talking about? Oh, the worst. I can't wait to see what his voice sounds like today. I just checked out his public schedule and. uh, Two o'clock Eastern, he's supposed to deliver remarks on how his Build Back Better plan will lower the cost of prescription drugs for millions of Americans. Sure will. Bring millions of jobs to Americans, too, uh, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And rebuild our infrastructure. All of those things are going to happen. I can't wait to hear that voice. Oh, man. It's going to be fun. Isn't it? It's going to be great. Uh, all right, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, these wonderful Democrats always with their wonderful claims and their wonderful agenda aoc just really made people happy in san francisco by saying that these uh smash and grab lootings 
in these stores all over San Francisco in the Bay Area? It would. Yeah, they're really they're not happening much. That's that's uh, kind of a it's really not the, a thing. She said a lot of these allegations of organized retail theft are actually not panning out. What? We've seen the videos. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? We've seen the stores after the smash and grab. We've seen the people running from the buildings. We've seen them smashing the display cases. Yeah, tell the store owners it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the Democratic Party, her party finds the one example of the kid without eyelids, right? And puts him up in the, in oh, the balcony yeah. there at the State of the Union. You're telling me that the, yeah. the, this guy who just lost everything in his shop doesn't matter? You're going to piss them off, which is, you know, probably good. She said, I believe it's a Walgreen in California cited it, but the data didn't back it up. <laughs> what is she talking about? I don't about? know. Wow. Uh, Walgreens told the Washington Times organized retail crime is one of the top challenges facing the company. Uh, and Representative Rodney Davis said, uh, I don't know what data she's talking about. But you don't really need much data from someplace in San Francisco or California. All you need to do is walk down the street to the CVS in Eastern Market, uh, which is in Washington, D.C., near the Capitol. I've seen on multiple occasions when I've been in there buying things, someone will come in and raid a shelf and walk out. Yeah, well, how many of those videos have we seen? Wait, a lot. Who said that? What's that quote? That's from uh, that's from uh, Rodney Davis. Okay, okay. Representative from Illinois trying to and show AOC how stupid and ill-informed yeah. she is. Which is easy to do. Let's yeah, point it's, out. it's not that tough. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Man. But don't worry about it. Nordstrom in the Bay Area in San Francisco, it didn't really happen to you. 80 people didn't come into your store and steal stuff. Stop your whining, will you? Tweets here. Caroline Truth Snow tweets, Hey, Pat, doesn't Rashida Tlaib sound like Cop Kaepernick uh, comparing the NFL to slavery? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she chose to enter a field that requires extended education but offers really good salary. Simply a business deal. Yep. Uh, Dirty White Boy tweets, <laughs> How come it's never asked if universities forgive these debts? Uh, exactly. We've, we've mentioned this before. You know what? For instance, Harvard's endowment is, in other words, the gifts they've received that they just keep in the bank and uh, and get richer and richer from their from their alumni. Forty billion mm. is what Harvard has in the bank. Forty billion dollars, and they could pay off everybody's tuition from now until twenty five years from now. Give them full tuition, room and board, everything for all 25,000 students that attend Harvard for 25 years. In fact, more than that now because it's higher since we started citing that stat. And, you know, University of Texas isn't far behind. All of these universities have massive, massive endowment funds. And if they wanted to make school more affordable or completely free, they could do it. And why are they never called on the carpet? Why? 
Why are they completely exempt? It's their tuition they're asking you to pay, not the government's. Anyway, 30 White Boy continues. <laughs> I've said too much. Uh, they're overcharging for a degree that's become meaningless. Women's studies, art appreciation. No, those are critical, my friend. Those are those are critical. Uh, Rowdy Introvert tweets, The question of what is a fair share can never be answered because those screaming about it claim fair share only pertains to those making more than them. And from Joe Blob, my nephew went to college with help from parents. <clears throat> he opted to go to grad school and borrowed $120,000. Came out as a pharmacist, got a job, and made a plan to have his loans paid off in 10 years. What a concept. I believe he paid them off early. Huh. You mean it can be done? Where you pay off your student debt? Huh. Huh. That's fascinating. Well, I mean, we... Hmm. Sincerely appreciate your your great public service, Rashida Talib. But um, yeah, but no. Maybe you should go out into the private sector where you can make more money and pay off your debt sooner, as opposed to being a just a public servant who's you know. You know, in the hundred seventy five thousand dollars she's making in Congress. Okay, it's one hundred seventy four thousand. Uh, but that's just a drop in the bucket compared to what these people actually make because they're speaking fees. In some cases, when you come from Congress like this and you're a high-profile person, they can earn up to $250,000 an hour for a speech. It's ridiculous. And they all do. They all do that circuit. She's making a fortune and still whining about it. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah. Then we got this interesting story about uh, an Italian man who is facing charges of fraud now because... He went to get his COVID-19 vaccine, hmm. uh, and he was wearing a, a fake arm. Wait, what's this? <laughs> he had a silicone prosthetic for an arm. He was that determined to uh, not get the vaccine, but still wanted the health pass that comes with being vaccinated. Uh, and so who knows how much he paid for this silicone arm? Uh-huh. I don't I guess he just put it over his... I don't know. ...actual arm? We don't know. It happened at a vaccine hub in Biella, mm. a town close to Turin in the northern Piedmont region of Italy. came a week after Italy announced measures barring unvaccinated people from a host of social, cultural, and sporting activities. That's really bad. So if you want to participate in society already mm-hmm. in Italy, sorry, mm-hmm. got to have the vaccine... After completing the bureaucratic formalities, including signing a consent form in front of a doctor, the man, 50 years old, sat down and lifted up the sleeve of his shirt as he prepared for a health worker to administer the shot. <laughs> Initially, the health worker didn't notice anything weird, as the silicone looks similar to skin. Okay. But after taking a closer look and touching his arm, the medic asked the man to take off his shirt. His plan was foiled then. Oh, no. Yeah, she noticed. Darn it. Mm. Uh, and then he tried to persuade her to turn a blind eye and just you know, <laughs> give him the shot in the silicone. It's a shame that you have to even think along these lines I just know. to exist in society. <clears throat> it really is. Now, the nurse, though, said, I felt offended as a professional. Oh, shut up. The color of the arm made me suspicious. And so I asked the man to cover, uncover the rest of his left arm. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, that's sexual harassment. Back off you. That is sexual harassment. Why are you harassing me? Mm-mm. Yeah, you want me to take my shirt off, huh? 
man. All right, baby. Turn the tables. That's right. I'm not gonna do it though. Hold on. So she's offended as a medical professional. She is. I'm offended as a human being with natural rights. I even have to submit to this in the first place. Mm-hmm. Stop it. I'm I'm offended as a professional. <laughs> and she said it was well made, but it wasn't the same color. Ah, so close. Oh. So close. You would have gotten away with it too if one of those meddling kids. <laughs> uh, wow. So yeah, she said, "Well, there's no veins." She noticed there was no veins in the arm and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that society is gone. Western society is completely bye bye. I wonder what that citizens. cost the guy too. That's, yeah. yeah. And then to have it just be do you go to, like that. Do you go to eBay.com and type in silicone, silicone arm. arm? Where can I get a silicone arm? I'm guessing in some of these places, like you go to sh- oh. You go to Sam's Club and get a shot. Are they going to notice you've got a prosthetic arm? I mean, I'm seeing. I mean, the dude arms. But you could buy it now, two hundred seventy-eight bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Uh-uh. If you're really committed and you really want that passport, be worth it. If you don't get caught, now he's facing. They got pissed after he left because he left peacefully and he was polite. They said and, and all that. Okay. But then they started thinking. Wait, this guy tried to trick us. I'm really mad. And they and they called the police. Y'all got to see this. This is what what is happening to our society. 350 bucks could get you the whole suit with the six pack abs. And look at the, ch- I mean, look at that. And it, it, it goes over you. See this? This guy's yeah. peeling it up. No way. <laughs> wow. Look at that. 350 bucks. Okay, you, but when your fat gut is pushing your abs out. <laughs> that is That's awesome. going to be a little bizarre. That is hysterical. <laughs> like, where do you, uh, this is, help us. What a world. Aliens send help. So, how much for the whole thing? Three Three fifty. Three fifty. Oh, it's definitely worth it. Buy it now for the abs. It'd be uh, absolutely worth it. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That is. I just. I. Where do you? Mm. I'm. I'm trying to think of where you wear this. Where you're wearing that, so you can say, "Look at me. I'm buff." Mm -hmm. But can it get wet? Can it? uh, Business. I just don't. (laughs) I'm trying to find a no, because then no, I don't know, because then it gets seen. Probably very thin at the edge. Please hmm. wear talcum powder all over your body before you wear it. Then roll the product up slowly and slowly wear it and slowly wear it. I love I love it when they type up these descriptions for mm. an English speaking audience. <laughs> good products require good maintenance. Clean them in lukewarm water with mild soap. Air dry with a towel gently. Keep away from hot temperature. I don't like body heat. Oh, oh wow. Gosh. <laughs> this is this is this technical term. Keep away from hot temperature, sunshine, sharp pointy things, washing mm. machine, chemical material. Oh, there this has got to be in some some movie scene with like Ben Stiller or something. This is Mhm. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's pretend- more use from those fake joke arms you got. Well, <laughs> fake arms. Nile honestly. What kind of a situation could possibly require either a radio-controlled wheelchair or, or a pair of joke arms? <laughs> Only, I would imagine, a completely ludicrous one. That's oh. really good. What's that from? Yeah, I don't know. He just says from some... What, what was the show called? Father Ted. I'm not familiar with the show. Me neither. Huh. Must be some British BBC thing. It's a British comedy. Yeah, okay. Okay. Huh. I'm, not, I'm not familiar with that at all. <sighs> By the way, unvaccinated Canadians can be banned from grocery stores in New Brunswick now. Uh, if you don't show 
proof of full vaccination. You can be barred from entering grocery stores to buy food. The measure was announced as part of the province's winter action plan, which allows any business, including grocery stores, the option of barring unvaccinated individuals. According to Health Minister Dorothy Shepard, it comes as the province sees a very concerning rise in COVID infections over the last two weeks, especially among unvaccinated Canadians. Province reported 97 cases and two deaths since uh, how, Thursday. I mean, how many was that? Two? Two. Two. Yeah, two. So we're segregating. Time to panic. Yeah. Two. So segregation making a comeback in Canada uh-huh. over two deaths. Right. Okay. That's exactly right. All right. Wow. Uh, the new restriction uh, belongs to the first level of a three-level escalating alert system. The measures are not difficult, Shepard said. <laughs> Adding the power to keep us in level one is in our hands. I wonder what levels two and three are. That's what I'm even, looking up right now. Can't even go to the grocery store in level one? Right. So what are two and three? I'm going to look those up while you do this. While cause... you do that, I will do this. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a new way to make money in America. It's in a booming market that's seen 2,700% growth. 2,700% growth. And it has handed investors more money than the S&P 500 between 1995 and 2020. And it outperformed other assets, even during the worst economic downturns. Would you believe me if I told you it's actually contemporary art? And while investing in this lucrative alternative asset, was previously only accessible to the very elite, you know, wealthy corporations like Microsoft and JP Morgan. That's actually changed now because there's a new way to invest in blue chip paintings at a fraction of the cost. In fact, over 280,000 everyday Americans have already done it at a fraction of the cost. To discover how to invest in million dollar artwork from artists like Picasso and Monet and Banksy. Go to masterworks.io slash unleashed. Keep in mind, this is a limited asset, so offerings have previously sold out in just hours. Once again, it's masterworks.io slash unleashed. See the important disclaimers at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Pat Gray Unleashed. Mm. All right, so... So we know what level one is in uh, New Brunswick. What are level two and three? Yeah, basically, you just start closing businesses down. So, like, level two is just 50% Mm. capacity. Level three is just everything's closed. And it's broken down into... How many people you can gather with, how stuff applies to restaurants, businesses, and gyms. But it sounds like if this is a, a business here, it, so, it sounds like this is the business deciding that they can require this proof as mm. opposed to the government. But, my goodness, um, this is, we are at a crossroads right now. They just Western keep tightening society. the vice. They mm-hmm. just keep squeezing harder and harder and harder. And there are massive protests around the world. Massive. Getting mm-hmm. next to no coverage whatsoever. Yeah, People they, are pushing back. If this was a racial issue, oh, CNN would be covering it nonstop. It'd be the lead mm-hmm. story uh, on every broadcast. Instead, you see nothing about it. Yeah. N- nobody, nobody cares. 
So yeah, and it, and it and it like I said, we're right on the cusp here. It has the potential of getting really past the point of no return. Did you see the president of the EU talking about? Uh, she's floating the possibility of maybe making uh, vaccines mandatory for everybody just just to exist. Watch this, lady. So first of all, this is pure member state competence. Therefore, in respect to that, um, it's not me to give any kind of recommendation. If you're asking me what my personal position is, um, two or three years ago, I would never have thought to witness what we see right now, mm. that we have this horrible pandemic, we have the vaccines, the life-saving the vaccines, vaccines, but they are not <laughs> you must being have your papers. adequately everywhere. Mm -hmm. And thus, mm -hmm. this costs, mm -hmm. of course, an enormous, or this is an enormous of health course. cost coming along. If you look at the numbers, mm. we have now 77% of the adults in the European Union vaccinated, or if you take the whole population, it's 66%. Sell it, Ursula, sell it. And this means one third of the European population mm. is not vaccinated. These are 150 it's million unacceptable. people. This is a lot. We have a way and of not finding Not each and you. everyone can be vaccinated. So there uh -huh. are very small children, for example, or people with special medical conditions. Huh. But the vast majority could. Uh -huh. And therefore, I think um, therefore. it is understandable and appropriate to lead <laughs> right. this discussion now. Uh-huh. Um, how we can encourage and potentially think about mandatory vaccination ah. um, within the European Union. This oh, needs there it discussion. Is. Good. This needs um, a common discussion. approach, but it is a discussion that I think has to be led. Aha. Thank you, Ursula van der Leyen. Hmm? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have ways of making you get vaccinated. Wow. So everybody, mm -hmm. no matter what, everybody <laughs> well, we just need could to, be mandated to get a vaccination shot. You just need to discuss it, Pat. Yeah, we, we well, just of need course. to discuss it. Sure. We to have a conversation. Sure. Yeah, no, don't panic about it. And we're just talking about it right now. <laughs> that could never happen in Europe. Something super scary no. and egregious. Yeah, you never just, worry about that in Europe. And just pick some rando accent to deliver that <laughs> right. message. Somebody who sounds like they're from Germany or <laughs> Austria. You, you want, that's what you want yeah. in a leader, right? That, that's uh, what you want. It's not spooky at all. <laughs> not at all. Oh, man. <clears throat> well, and everybody's falling in line. Not everybody, but many, many, many people are just falling in line and lapping it up such a fun time right that's a good time although as we mentioned there are pockets of real resistance where people are just saying no we've had enough stop it stop it you're not going to tell us that we have to have this put into our bodies uh in order to to just uh just be in our lives every day just go to the grocery store go to the bank go to a restaurant a sporting event whatever you, you can't take that right away from everybody because they haven't... Well, I guess you can because hmm. they're doing it. Mm. We'll see if it happens uh, Europe-wide shortly. Really good thing that there is a European, European Union, isn't it? It's great. That's worked out really well for them, for us, for the world. 
no problems. 888-933-93. More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, in my rant about uh, how ridiculous the college football playoff committee is, yeah, uh, we didn't even mention who the four playoff teams are. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, I, I guess of interest to some. Mm, yeah. Alabama back to number one again. Beat Georgia handily. Because, yeah, they kind of they kind of destroyed. That really shocked me. Georgia. I, me too. I was surprised. Uh, but it's it's Alabama. <laughs> just what else is there to say? Yeah. So number two is is it Michigan? Michigan, Alabama, Michigan, uh, Georgia's three. Oh, Georgia and uh, Cincinnati. and Cincinnati made it. So Alabama, Cincinnati in round one, as well as Michigan versus Georgia, and the two winners will play for the national title. What a surprise it would be if Alabama beat uh, Cincinnati and um, and Georgia beat. Michigan. Then you'd have an all-SEC final? Who could see that coming? I'm getting so sick and tired of the SEC. I can't can't take it anymore. Oklahoma, Texas. Hmm. She's going in the party a few years. Yep. All right. Uh, Got some tweets here. Uh, Joe McCuller tweets, Harvard has $40 billion in the bank, but you still have to supply your own number two pencil. Right. Jimmy Dimples dodging draconian regu- regulations, uh, like with the fake arm trick. This is how the mafia was born. Mm. You'd think Italy would remember that. Wow, good point. Uh, uh, Omnicron, Lord of the Dementiacons. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I bet Jeffy has just added the fake abs to his Christmas wish list. Probably. <laughs> have it grown a third tail. <laughs> Then from Pete Donovan, Pat, she's only saying, let's have that conversation. Oh, yeah, we're talking about the uh, president of the EU. The opposite of Ursula's position in the EU, there's an EU member, mm-hmm. uh, Christine, is it Anderson? Mm-hmm. Christine Anderson had this to say uh, about the mandates. But it is not the goal that renders a system oppressive. It is always mm. the methods by which the goal is pursuit. Whenever a government claims to have the people's interest at heart, you need to think again. In the entire Mm -hmm. history of mankind, there has never been a political elite sincerely concerned about the well-being of regular people. Mm. What makes any of us think that it is different now? If the Age of Enlightenment has brought forth anything, then certainly this. Never take anything any government tells you at face value. Always question everything any government does or does Mm. not do. Always look for ulterior motives and always ask, cui bono, who benefits? Whenever a political elite pushes an agenda this hard and resorts to extortion and manipulation Mm -hmm. to get their way, you can almost always be sure your benefit is definitely not what they had at heart. Mm -hmm. As far as I'm concerned, I will not be vaccinated with anything that has not been properly vetted and tested and has shown no sound scientific evidence that the benefits outweigh the disease itself and possible long-term side effects, which Hmm. to this day, Mm -hmm. we don't know anything 
about. What? It will not be reduced to a mere guinea pig by getting vaccinated <laughs> with an experimental drug. And I will most assuredly not get vaccinated because my government tells me to and promises in return I will be granted freedom. <clears throat> Let's be clear about one thing. <clears throat> no one grants me freedom, <clears throat> mm -hmm. for I am a free person. So I dare the European Commission and the German government throw me in jail, lock me up and throw away the key for all I care. But you will <laughs> never be able to coerce me into being vaccinated if I, the wow. free citizen that I am, choose not <clears throat> to be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Good for her. She speaks for me. Nicely put. And that is pinned to the top of my Twitter page at Keith Malinak. That is perfect from start to finish as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, really good. Really so good. There's hope. There's yeah. hope. There's 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 a resistance, Pat. Uh, I guess so. And we'll see if that resistance gets squashed or whether it uh, whether it blooms into a, a whole freedom movement planet wide. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, we're going to get to somebody who uh, had a just chilling experience in Australia. Uh, we'll tell you about that coming up here in a minute but first let me tell you about patriot mobile if you find yourself turning on the news and feeling hopeless you know with the open border situation with the mandates you know the prospect of more of them lockdowns inflation the list goes on there is something you can do you can buy from a company that believes what you and i believe this will help us all stick together and, and be united join patriot mobile They've been doing this since 2012. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. So they offer the same exact nationwide coverage as everybody else because they use the same towers. They just do it for less. And they have a 100% U.S.-based customer service support team that offers you great customer service support. And they share your values, support organizations fighting for religious freedom and constitutional rights, the sanctity of life, and veterans and first responders. So please, go to PatriotMobile.com slash Pat. What are you waiting for? Or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code, Pat. They always have special discounts for veterans and first responders. They share your values. I mean, it's just a great company. PatriotMobile.com slash Pat. PatriotMobile.com slash Pat. Or 972-PATRIOT. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, so, an Australian woman explaining uh, to the world how authorities approached her about a COVID quarantine. This is kind of chilling. Uh, she walks us through the, the whole progression of what happened to her. I just waited for someone to come and test me. No one came to test me. The next people who rocked up at my house were two other police officers. They blocked my so driveway. These are, these are actually uniformed police officers, normal yep. police officers. Yep. So then the police officers blocked my driveway. I walked out and I said, what's going on? Are you guys testing me for COVID? What's happening? They said, no, you're getting taken away and you have no choice. You're going to Howard Springs. Um, you either come with us now um, and we'll put you in the back of the <laughs> Divi van so, or you can have a choice to get a COVID cab. So 
Of course, I chose the COVID <laughs> pass it for because a second. I said, well, if, so what? I can either get in the Divi van or the COVID cab. Uh, I need more information on the Divi van. Divi van? I think, Let's yeah. see if there's like a... The hell is a Divi van? Does it have like <laughs> snacks or treats waiting for you? Uh, it's just it, a police van. So probably like a paddy wagon. Okay. The Divi van. The Divi van. Now, do we know why they were showing this interest in her to begin with? How do they know to even show up at her house? How do, how do yeah, they know she's not I vaccinated? I don't know if she just flew in from overseas because, you know, that's part of the deal. Mm-hmm. You get tested and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I don't Let's know. Let's see the rest of this. So, of course, I chose the COVID cab because I said, well, if we're to take you, we're going to um, hand you a $5,000 fine. So, of course, I didn't want that to happen so i just said look i don't consent to this i don't i don't understand why i can't just self-isolate at home like a lot of other people are doing um and they Mm -hmm. just said we've just been told from higher up where to take you and that's all that there is wow jeez okay so then here she is at the camp yeah sure enough they i guess she takes the covid cab (laughs) and she takes it to the quarantine camp and uh, here she is at the camp. Give warning, yeah? It's an official warning. Official warning. You have to, warning. Stay, on you have to stay on your balcony. Yeah. And that's, we have to go to the rules again. I don't care. So am I allowed to go to the laundry? You're allowed to go to the laundry, but you've got to wear more, yeah? Yeah, righto. And you definitely can't go up the fence anywhere else, but you're allowed to go to the laundry. Don't yeah? go to the fence. Mm. Right, so if I was sitting just here, which is right near the fence, <laughs> why are these guys in a cabin that's right near the fence? This is unreal. It makes no sense, does it? Yeah, but you can't leave your balcony to go to the fence and talk to somebody else. That's the problem. So, so far, we've that yeah, balcony. There has to be lines wow. everywhere, Gordon. Yeah? There has to be lines drawn everywhere, yeah? There's no lines that you cannot leave a balcony and you cannot go to somewhere else. Watch this. It makes no sense. Well, it doesn't seem right to you. That is the line, and that's what the law the is. The law. There's a law that says that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's from the show director. Pause it for a second. Okay. There's not a law. What He's saying that's from the, I don't know what CHO stands for, uh, but it's from that director, this this edict. Mm-hmm. So they haven't passed a law. It's like all the stuff yeah. going on here. Yes. They've passed no laws. These are just bureaucrat uh, orders. Yeah, from the chief health officer. Chief health officer. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So, from the chief health officer, I'm sorry, you can't, you can't go past that line. Yeah. And if, and if you do, then we're going to, I don't know, drag you outside and beat you with clubs. Basically. fine you. We're going to put you in prison. Those kinds of things. And her name is uh, Haley wow. Hodgson. Hodgson. I can't pronounce it. Anyway, she was, it says, strangely picked up. Because they thought she may have had contact with a COVID-positive person. Oh, my God. I mean, this is unreal. So they did this through contact tracing yeah. and showed yeah, up at her door. Yep. Yeah, they contact traced her back to her house and then put her in quarantine. And remember, she said, why can't I just stay at my house like everybody else does? Oh, you're coming with us. Nope, because that's the law. No, it's not a law. It's from the Cho guy. <laughs> you remember you remember when you were in like kindergarten and stuff, wow. you know, you'd have a spot, you sit here on the floor, or you don't go past this line or line up at the door, don't cross the threshold. Watch as this video plays out. I swear they treat 
the citizens there like little kids. Watch mm -hmm. what one of these officers does regarding the line there on the balcony. Your behavior. Shut up. Highly infectious when all of us people are negative. <laughs> so she's tested negative too. The risk is very. Next time it's a five thousand dollar fine. It's a five thousand dollar fine if what? You leave if, the balcony. If you breach again. If if I walk out onto that path. If I cross that yellow line, look at that. <laughs> he's pointing at the line. That I've broken the rule, I will be issued with a five thousand dollar fine. That's correct. Yeah. So <laughs> you pass that line to your right. Yeah. Or the line that's on the right. stairs. You can't go mm -hmm. past the first stair. Uh, or you're going to get a, th a $5,000 fine. <laughs> My gosh. I'm, I'm standing on do, that line. Do we know how many... Uh, mm -hmm. Do we know how long she had to stay at the quarantine facility? Is it two weeks? two weeks? I think once I think you end up at Howard days. Springs, you're there for 14 days. Wow. Howard Springs, that needs to be the name of a... Holy cow. I can't. I can't decide. I mean, Australia's gone. We've made that yeah. point before, but it just keeps being reinforced. Are we watching a twisted reality show, or are we watching a horror flick? Howard Springs. <laughs> we're watching a. We're watching a horror flick. That is crazy. So contract tracing led them to her, and then she she was just placed in a concentration camp. That's incredible. They are taking. 14 mm. days of your life from you. Absolutely incredible. And, the, you know, the the minions who were there, I'm just following orders. I don't care. It's just what the law is. No, it is not what the law says. It's what some bureaucrats said. Yeah. It's That's a, tyranny. When one guy starts throwing out these mandates like that, that haven't been voted on, uh, that is tyranny. Yeah, and his choice of phrase there, CHO guidelines. I think that is probably um, uh, synonymous in this country with... Um, Fauci. Well, that Fauci, and just when you hear someone say, we're following CDC guidelines. You know, that is such a mm -hmm. fallback phrase that is used by wannabe dictators and sheep. Yep. It's people that are afraid to stand up and afraid to be leaders or, or they want to be just the opposite end of the spectrum and be little mini dictators. Well, look, I'm just following what the orders say. And if, looking around, Benito. <laughs> and if this thing is that dangerous, yeah. if things are this dire, then by gosh, put it to a vote in Parliament. Right. All around put the world. Put it to a vote All in Congress. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And, and one thing that you're missing there, wow. if you're listening to audio instead of going to blazetv.com and watching it there, is that these guys talking to her are what? 15 feet away, mm -hmm. full body suits. Yeah. It's like, think of the scene from E.T. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. This world is two years, in less than two years. We are so out of phase, man. I mean, you know how, like, Glenn used to talk about, you know, the follow the North Star, and then we just slowly drift away. 2% off. Right. When mm -hmm. you're 2% off, and you just end up yep. adrift. I mean, we're, woo, we're so far gone now. It is just, how do you steer the ship back at this point? It's crazy. There is something you can do for your dog, though, mm. you know, in these troubled times. You need a dog yeah. during these troubled times, that's <laughs> for do. sure. You can feed your dog Rough Greens. Now, Rough Greens is not dog food. It's a dog food supplement. You just sprinkle it on top of whatever you feed your dog right now. But the chances are, if it's that dry kibble stuff, um, all of the good things that your dog needs, the probiotics and stuff, have been 
have been burned out of it in the sterilization process so that that food will last up to three years on the grocery store shelves. So this is a supplement you sprinkle on top of whatever your dog food is, full of the vitamins and minerals and probiotics and antioxidants, basically all the nutrients that are missing out of most dog food. Your dog will get all that now. And most dogs go crazy for it. Mine certainly does. And uh, Jeffy's, Jeffy doesn't have dogs, but uh, I I don't think any dog would stay with him. (laughs) And Uh, he's the one person that (laughs) dogs won't give the time of day to. Dogs won't won't have a thing to do with him. Man's best friend, yes, but not Jeffy's. Uh, Stu's dog loves it. Uh, Glenn's dog loves it. Uh, Keith's dogs didn't quite take to it. They fell on their head. So you want to see which, if you have, you know, dogs that need help like Keith's, or you have dogs like ours, like most dogs that love this stuff. Just get a free bag of it from Rough Greens. They're, they'll just send you a small bag. Try it out for a couple days. See if they love it. Then you can jump in with both feet. All you have to pay for initially is the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com. Roughgreens, R-U-F-F, greens.com. Or call 833-ROUGH-DOG. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Had a boy, Clarence. Pat Gray unleashed. Got some tweets here. Uh, Pete Donovan tweets. You have to imagine the workers enforcing these edicts don't think any of this makes sense either. <sighs> then stop. Yeah, and they don't want to. They don't want to be police. You know, the pandemic police. Who wants that? Uh, hippie patriot that's my gang sign <laughs> we gasp at the state of europe but fellow americans it is here on our shores to yeah. stand strong it's true they're gonna have to uh the steve 42 australia makes brave new world look like a tea party rally <laughs> and from nita's covered i'm a manager of a major clothing company vaccines are being mandated or you have to be tested once a week i'm one of two who are unvaxxed, but the six of the vaxxed have had COVID. And they don't have to be tested? It's agonizing. Wow. None of it makes any sense. You know, and we're facing these shortages everywhere, and here we are around Christmas time, and yet another industry is being impacted by these supply chain issues. Oh, no. What now? this is hitting really close to home for New Yorkers especially. Mm. A fresh bagel with cream cheese is a New York staple, of course. Mm -hmm. But bagel bagel shop patrons might run into some issues getting the cream cheese uh, on (laughs) their bagels. Wait, there's a cream cheese shortage now in New York? Cream cheese shortage in New York City. Oh, that's not good. Outposts across the five boroughs report that they're having trouble restocking cream cheese. <laughs> what, is it coming from China? <laughs> What's the problem here? Well, let's see. Frank Matera, owner of Bagel Smiths in Williamsburg, mm. said he first noticed the shortage two weeks ago. I went to North Jersey the other night to pick up some cream cheese, I'm but sorry. no one has it in New York. Uh-oh. Picked up almost a thousand pounds that night. What? That's why there is a shortage, yeah. Frank. Uh, you're taking a thousand off the shelf. You thousand took it. pounds. You took it all. <laughs> uh, shop in Greenpoint is also experiencing similar issues. Yeah. Operational manager Sam Kaplan That's said, "The one I go to is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how often do you go there now? Because 
It's kind of a hike, but... I get up early, man. I guess you so. Know this. Man. You gotta get up early. Yeah, you do. Get to Sam's uh, bagels. <laughs> the Greenpoint guy yeah. says, operational manager Sam Kaplan said they they have also had to travel outside the state to refill their supplies. Wow. What we have right now is probably going to last us for another week. Mm. And then oh, no. just right now scrambling just to get some Philadelphia cream cheese. Oh, I don't want that. That's store bar. Oh, wow. Come on, I want the yeah, you Fresh want the, Jersey can like how are you coping with this with the uh, cream cheese cream cheese shortage, shortage Pat? Uh I bought a cow. <laughs> you bought a cow? Yeah, I bought a cow. <laughs> it's just Hanging out by the pool. I, I just, I, yeah. <laughs> they just said it'd be done in a week. That's an extreme. Measure. I can't wait. I can't wait that long. I need my cream so cheese. So what are you doing? So a little extra work that goes into it. Yeah. Man, it's fresh. It's really fresh. Uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> Did you name your cow? No. No, I just call it cow. Call it cow. Yeah. Seems to like that. So once the cream cheese. When I say, hey, cow, there's not a lot of things out there that will respond to that. Just the one thing. Okay, but when the cream cheese shortage passes, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what's going to become of cow? Well, then it'll be steak night after that. That's why Mm -hmm. you don't want to get too attached (laughs) to the the cow that's hanging out by the pool. Yeah, right. Like, I don't want to say we're eating Bessie tonight. Right. Because that's a little too personal then. Yeah. And you crossed a line. But you you actually, like... Are you? How do you make cream cheese? You have to like churn it or something. Yeah, I'm not going to give you all my secrets. Okay, you're going to have to look some of that up on YouTube, like I had to. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me tell you about Tommy John. Man, this is a great time of year for Tommy John underwear because it's on sale mm-hmm. and it's the best stuff you're ever going to wear. Period. So comfy. If, if you are looking for something, you know, really nice to give to your family members, your friends, your loved ones, try Tommy John. Either the underwear, the loungewear, the pajamas, it's all super high quality stuff. Mm-hmm. The loungewear is so luxuriously soft. It's a tri-blend and micro-model, micro-modal, micro-modal I just know fabrics. it feels good. Yeah. And especially, it's yeah. so windy out there today, man. You're just yeah. walking around there, you're Tommy John's. Four-way stretch, no lint balls or fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, they're quality. They're uh-huh. really quality. Over 17 million pairs sold. Mm. Giving the gift of Tommy John underwear and loungewear has become a holiday tradition for families all over the country. You should really do this, too. See, there's no supply chain issue with Tommy John's right now. See? Uh, Tommy John's doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. That's true. They really do. Uh, I love it. It's the first thing I want to put on when I get home every day. Get 20% off your first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash unleashed. That's TommyJohn.com slash unleashed. For 20% off, order order now so your gifts arrive before the holidays. TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed. See the site for details. Uh, more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up in just a minute here. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. 
And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Pat Gray Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Uh, sad. Over the weekend, we lost Bob Dole. Ah. Oh. I mean, he was 98. So to be struck down in the prime of life like that. Is, I mean, it is sad. He he grew up apparently wanting to be a doctor, Bob yeah. Dole. But that changed after World War II, which almost killed him. Left him permanently disabled. For a while, he was paralyzed from the neck down. And doctors said, we, you know, we're not optimistic about his recovery. And he did. He beat all the odds. He won two Purple Hearts and two Bronze Stars for his service in World War II. This guy was amazing. Hero. I mean, not my favorite politician, but you can't take anything away from him as a human being. He registered for the Army in 1942, was a second lieutenant when he was sent to Italy in 1944. That following year, while attempting to rescue an Army radio man, Dole got caught in a German machine gun attack that lost him a kidney, shattered his right shoulder, and damaged his neck and spine, leaving him temporarily paralyzed from the neck down. Phew. Wow. So, yeah, the doctor wrote, at the present time, it would appear that his recovery is somewhat questionable. But he beat the odds. And after years of treatment, he regained a lot of his movement. But that's that's why he held a pencil all the time. People always wondered, why does he always have a pencil with him? Mm-hmm. Is because of the, you know, the way his uh, hand was. He just, I guess he felt more comfortable with yeah. the pencil in and it. and then you didn't have to think, hey, let's, let me shake your hand, you know. Right. Because mm-hmm. uh, it didn't fully recover. His, his left arm remained partially numb the rest of his life. And he never got back the whole use of his right arm. Jeez. In uh, political and other public appearances, um, yeah, that's so they explain that that's, that's why he held the pencil or pen. The injuries had a lasting effect. He told the New York Times five decades after the attack that he allowed 50 extra minutes in the morning to get dressed. Yeah. You imagine that? And that he tried to avoid any clothing with buttons. Wow, that really something. Tough. Yeah. First guy I voted for for president, <clears throat> 1996. Okay. Bob Dole versus Bill Clinton. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole says Bob Dole. Don't say Bob Dole. That's right. Norm McDonald. We lost Norm this year, too, the guy you know who impersonated him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I remember when the two did a, a bit together after the 96 election. If these guys would do these bits you know, before the election, they'd probably It would have win, helped. You know? Yes, it would have humanized Self-deprecation him. goes a long way. Sure does. But, uh, I mean, American hero, and they mm-hmm. just don't make them like that anymore. No, they don't. Um... Did you see the volcano, volcanic eruption in Indonesia over the weekend? Jeez. This Oof. was frightening video. Really frightening. Look at this. Look at this. They are literally outrunning that dust cloud, ash cloud. Look at how frightening would that be if that's headed toward you? Jeez. Oh, man. So, uh... <sighs> Yeah, they got some issues there. There's a, another group of people that's that are going to need some serious help, you yeah. know, in a relief effort. And the do- death toll is uh, now up to 22 from that 22. volcano. Dang. 
888 900 Also last week, uh, something we wanted to get to but uh, didn't in time. Uh, i got to play this, though, because uh, Whoopi Goldberg wants men to just shut up about abortion. <laughs> Here's what she had to say on The View. Do any of you men have any eggs or the possibility of carrying a fetus? How dare you talk about what a fetus wants? Pause it you for a second. You have no idea. First of all, I hope you're addressing what I want to address. First of all, yeah. uh, yes, oh. men can have eggs, Wait, what? right? Hold on. Men can give birth, right? Okay. Haven't we been told that a million times by the left? Yep. Is that you can't, you can't just say willy-nilly that men can't have, can't be pregnant, mm-hmm. that men can't have children. Mm-hmm. Who are you to say? Right. It's a great point. Not the point I thought you were going to make. I thought you were going to make a more important point of how dare you, Whoopi, wear that Christmas sweater. Yeah. Ooh, that, that is grotesque. I mean, that, and especially this early in the yes, season. Right. It's not. It'll be funnier closer to Christmas. Yeah. Right maybe, now, the, just, maybe Christmas Eve, if you're on the air, you, you wear that thing. Bad. Uh, what was the other thing I wanted? Play that part again yeah, because hideous. there's so much to <laughs> unpack here. Do any of you men have any eggs or the possibility Egg. of carrying a fetus how dare you talk about what a fetus wants Pause you it. have no how dare you talk about what a fetus wants how dare i talk about what a fe- so is it unreasonable to assume the fetus doesn't want to be murdered sucked out of the womb and broken into pieces uh that's a is that a crazy concept what do you mean how dare i how do you know what a fetus wants do women know any better than men what a fetus wants? I don't think so. I was once a fetus, and as a fetus, I did not want to be aborted. I guarantee it. Wow. Yeah. So you can speak it. from experience then. Yes, I can. I can. You're a fetus as well. Really? Did you want to be aborted? I don't recall wanting to be aborted. See? Wow. So there we can is. speak from positions we can speak. of authority. Then. Yeah. We Whoopi. can speak from authority. We were both fetuses. And neither one of us wanted to be aborted. So we can speak for fetuses. And we may or may not have eggs right now as men. Right. It's I don't possible. Know. I, who knows? I've you, got to there's decide. There's no way to tell. Right. I'm going to decide later how I identify. And maybe <laughs> Excuse I, me. It's man. Thank you. It is man. Right. Exactly. Huh. And I would think, you know, when we've got ultrasounds of babies who are trying to avoid needles or an instrument that is about to abort uh, them and they're moving away from it, I would say that's kind of an indication that maybe they don't want to be aborted. It's a chilling video. Maybe they don't want to be harmed. Hmm. How dare we speak for a, a fetuses? What a stupid, oh, just asinine. All yeah. right, let's see if we can get through the rest of this. I doubt it, yeah. but maybe. You have no idea. You have no idea. You do. I'm fine if you disagree with abortion. I have no problem with that. Thank you. My problem comes when you tell me Mm. what I need to do with my doctor and my family. How dare you? How dare you? No, shut up. How dare you? All right. Here's how I dare. Okay. Because that's like saying... Uh, if you don't want to murder somebody, fine. But don't tell me I can't murder somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, when you say it like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's how I dare. Because it's murder. Do you not understand that by this point? It's murder to us. So, yeah. We do think we have the right to tell you not to kill an unborn baby. 
And uh, allow, us crazy. allow me to uh, paint with a broad brush here, but those on that particular side of the aisle with Whoopi, while they're totally fine with, uh, like you said, uh, sucking that baby out and breaking it into parts and calling it a day, mm-hmm. um, you try to allow your child to uh, ride around the block without a helmet on its bike oh gosh, there, yeah. then, oh my gosh, you're the Antichrist. Yeah. You don't put a you mm-hmm. don't put your kid in a safety seat, in a, in a child seat, a booster, make sure that it's a, if you don't do, you don't mm-hmm. bubble wrap your kid, oh my gosh, you're the worst parent ever. But you could have killed it, you know, that's fine, whatever. Right. All right. Seatbelt laws are a good, I mean, that's... <laughs> If they can mandate to adults that we have to have our seatbelt on for our own safety. Well, we care. We care about you and your well-being, Patrick. Uh, yeah, right, right. Well, and besides, you could become a human missile. I, I love that. You could become a human missile that shoots through your windshield uh, and the other person's windshield right into another human being, and then you've killed them. Oh, yeah, that's right. The human... Missile deaths that we hear about so oh, frequently. It's an epidemic. Oh, I don't know. If you've heard of it once. <clears throat> All right. Let me let me tell you about Headspace. Uh, are your thoughts running in endless circles in your mind? Yes. Stresses of this year um, make it really important, more important than ever, to practice living healthier and happier lives. Uh, so what if a few minutes was all it took to change your relationship with stress and anxiety and transforming your life for the better? That's where the power of meditation with Headspace comes in. Headspace is your convenient dose of med- mediation, mindfulness, and sleep exercises to relieve stress and anxiety and to help you get a good night's sleep all in one app, making it easy to catch your breath and make time for your mental health. How many nights do you go to bed? If you're like me, it's many where your mind is just going a thousand miles an hour. You've got something on your mind, something you have to do, something you did, something that's coming up, whatever, and you just can't stop thinking about it. That's where Headspace comes in. Really, really helpful. Whatever your situation, Headspace can help you feel better. If you're struggling with bedtime anxiety, try their sleep casts. Immerse, immersive bedtime journeys that change every night find some headspace at headspace.com unleashed and get one month free of their entire mediation library uh their meditation library uh it did say mediation in one one of these yeah it didn't okay uh the meditation library this is the best headspace offer available so go to headspace.com unleashed today headspace.com unleashed That gray unleashed. You know, I just got a nice little message here from Jeffy. Whoopi wants choice with her doctor. What about the vax there, Whoopi? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, I looked up. Yeah, of course she said, you know, mm-hmm. it's not only about you when it comes to these <laughs> mandates. <laughs> I just, the hypocrisy is outrageous, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's outrageous. I, I can't, you can't get your head around <laughs> I it. I just can't. <laughs> How do they do it? Do we have a, do we have a shirt yet that says I can't take it? I just I can't take it. We need one if we don't have one already. Um, also, Jeff Epstein's uh, Jeffrey Epstein's former Palm Beach property manager testified last Thursday that Ghislaine Maxwell 
had a 58-page handbook that warned employees, remember that you see nothing, hear nothing, say nothing, except to answer a question directed at you. So <clears throat> they knew that there was there were going to be things that employees were going to see Jeffrey Epstein wow. do, I guess. There were going to be situations that they could talk about, but they... They had to sign this form that said they wouldn't ever talk about it. Uh, one, Alessi, who worked for uh, Epstein from 1990 to 2002, told jurors Maxwell controlled every aspect of Epstein's Florida estate and that she issued a tremendous amount of rules, <laughs> which included avoiding eye contact with the pedophile. It said, Mr. Wow. Mr. Epstein doesn't like to be looked at in his eyes. <laughs> Never look in his eyes. Look in another part of the room and answer him. That's interesting. Hmm. So if he asked you a question and he's looking at you, you need to look off somewhere else. That's weird. Into the distance. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I put that broom in the closet over there. Hmm. Very strange. I used to work at really a, weird. another radio station <clears throat> where I had a coworker who was like that in meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I always thought he had something like off with his eyes or whatever. But really, I think it was just kind of like this. You know, like you were saying with Jeffrey Epstein, where he's like looking way over here like, I'm not going to look at you. <laughs> very, very strange situation. But it wasn't from an edict not to look at no, him, right? No, no. He's just a strange yeah. cat. Just mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, that is odd. Uh you hear this about Meryl Streep and Barbara Streisand sometimes, and you just don't, I mean, is that real? Do people really have to look away? They can't look you in the eye? That is it's weird. That's uh, weird. How do you how do you keep that job? Like, I'm out of there. I don't know. Stop. But man, they were together for a long time, Epstein and Maxwell. She claims she's a victim, though, and a pawn in his weird sexual exploits, but prosecutors say she was a willing participant who recruited and groomed young girls. Uh, If convicted, she could spend 80 years behind bars. And then the article says, Epstein killed himself in a New York prison in August 2019, after a month after he was arrested. Did he? (laughs) Did he? (laughs) Come on. Are we still, we're still pushing that? Uh Come on. Did he? No. The answer is, mm, no, he didn't. I don't believe he did. Uh, Not for half a second. All right. Have another fun trans uh, athlete that is participating in athletics. Trans University of Pennsylvania swimmer has sparked outrage after smashing women's records. Mm. Uh, Leah Thomas, 22-year-old transgender swimmer at Penn has been shattering women's records at the school. Huh, how Before her transition, she complete she competed for oh wow. She competed for three years at Penn as a man named Will Thomas. <laughs> at a meeting including Princeton and Cornell on November 20th, Thomas had a uh, a one minute forty-three second time in the two hundred meter freestyle and four thirty-five oh six in the five hundred meter. These times were records for Penn and would have placed Thomas second and third respectively in the NCAA Women's Championships. Mm-hmm. So it's not even good enough to win the Women's Championships. Uh-huh. Nice. Huh. It's unknown when Thomas transitioned from male to female, but the swimmer competed as a man as recently as November 2019. NCAA rules 
mandate at least one year of testosterone suppression to be eligible to compete as a woman. They're, tr- they're, they're looking at eliminating that now. Thomas, the uh, co-chair of the UPenn Club, non-cis, spoke to uh, the Penn, Penn uh, I guess this is the Penn... Newspaper, the newspaper. newspaper. Yeah. Swimming is a huge part of my life and who I am. I've been a swimmer since I was five years old. The process of coming out as being trans and continuing to swim was a lot of uncertainty and unknown around an area that's usually really solid. Realizing I was trans threw that into question. Was I going to keep swimming? What, what did that look like? Being trans has not affected my ability to do this sport, and being able to continue is very rewarding. Okay. I wonder how rewarding it is for the other females uh, that are swimming against this person. I'd really love to know. I'll bet they, they have some thoughts on that as well. But you can't. Uh, you can't disagree with it, I guess, right? Or you're canceled in society. You can't say, hey, wait a minute, this is unfair. Oh, how dare you? How dare you say that? Don't you think when you change from dude to chick or either direction, you would try to keep your name, I don't know, kind of similar? So he went from Will to Leah, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you just do something like Wilma or something? It makes it Maybe easier, it paperwork, and yeah. if someone... Mm-hmm. Calls you Will, you can say, no, 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 it's Wilma. It's Wilma, sorry. Yeah, you forgot the couple of letters there at the end. Mm-hmm. Maybe Wilma's not the best name, but mm-hmm. it's easier. It's somewhat of an old-fashioned name, and perhaps. If, but it flows better, yeah. you know, when you're trying mm-hmm. to... Mm-hmm. I just wonder if he still has his man parts. Because uh, they usually do, right? Unless they've gone through the surgery, and I don't think very many go through the surgery. Uh, But I don't know. It it doesn't say. Will, who has had his man unit amputated, we never get that information. So maybe it's just as well. Will, uh, Leah, is now the goalie for the Iranian women's soccer team. (laughs) As we we learned. They actually deny that that person is transgender, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because there are no transgenders in uh, in Iran. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Just like there's no homosexuals in Iran. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All righty. Also, uh, Chicago Public Schools announced some new rules. Oh, this is fun. Removing gendered bathrooms. Yeah. How 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 hmm. happy are you if you're a parent of a child in the Chicago Public School system? I think I'm pretty excited about yeah, it. Yeah, watch this video. You're going to be even more so. Mm-hmm. Taking steps to create more inclusive and supportive schools. Okay. Wow. One change that will be implemented this school year relates uh-huh. to our school bathrooms. In compliance with new federal guidelines, all CPS students and staff will have fair and equitable access to bathroom facilities that align with their gender identity. Uh We will be providing all schools with updated signage that makes our bathrooms more inclusive. It will identify the fixtures available in each restroom and make it clear that all restrooms are open for use by anyone who feels comfortable. Oh, Staff will continue to have staff-only restrooms available to them. This is an incredibly important step incredibly to increase gender important. equity for all. Right. Which equity, is why right? we will be requiring pause all it. schools to post this a, signage. Girls plus. Oh, gosh. It, it provides equity for all except anybody who's uncomfortable that's an actual woman. Any female who's actually uncomfortable with a biological man being in their bathroom with them. It doesn't include them. They're not taken into consideration at all. So don't tell me this is 
inclusive because it isn't. Yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, the signage mm. now above Chicago public school bathrooms, instead of just girls emblazoned above the door, they've painted a plus sign. So now it's girls plus. Why, 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 why should it say girls at all? It should say bathroom. So do you even have to identify as a, as a girl to go in there when you're a boy? They do realize what just happened in Virginia with oh the dad uh, uh, yeah. talking to the school board. The about rape how, situation. Yeah, his daughter was raped, and this, this guy did it twice, his kid. Oh, my gosh. Who identifies occasionally as a female and went into the bathroom in a dress. So... Don't tell me it's outside the realm of possibility. It's already happened, and it's happened more than once. They have more to say here? Which is, is why more? we will be requiring all schools to post this signage by December 1st of this school year. Mm, gotta be Our district's me. Office of Student Protections in Title IX is also working on a long-term plan to create more permanent really? Title signage IX? for our bathrooms. Uh, I encourage you to visit our website at cps.edu forward slash OSP to learn more about our comprehensive approach to creating more inclusive, Title Nine, really and safe schools. If you Unreal. have any questions, you can email us at OSP. Oh, I've got plenty of questions. We look forward to having a safe and successful school year at every school in every neighborhood across Chicago. Thank you. Ty, if I'm a parent, I'm out of my mind with rage. <laughs> Just out of my mind with rage over that. Uh, that is not inclusive. That's dangerous, and you're just asking for trouble. Well, you're about to have you're begging for it. More rage if you play really? the reindeer video. Little kids, uh, all right, grooming them here. Okay, let's see it. This year, I decided to ditch Elf on the Shelf, so I want you to meet Remy the respectful reindeer. Remy, Remy isn't Remy. tied to Santa Claus or Christmas. No. And they decided to start us off with a story to give us a hint okay, as to Remy why they're the in our class this year. Something mm. Remy loves the book They, She, He, Easy as ABC <laughs> because it's it. a fun, easy way to introduce littles to pronouns. Littles. Little After pronouns. the story, Remy played a trick on us and tried to have oh. us guess oh. the pronouns. Oh, no, game really? But Remy quickly corrected us and helped us learn not to make assumptions about people just based off of what they look like. Right? Because our pronouns are all about what we feel inside. Mm, so, no, they're not. Remy had they're us really practice not. asking. Mm -mm. Remy, what are your pronouns? What are your pronouns, Remy? Together, we learned that our new friend Remy prefers they, them pronouns. Screw Remy. Uh, My littles were so right, excited that anymore. Remy was... I can't take it. I don't care what our littles thought about it. <laughs> Remy. <laughs> Remy. I'm not calling you a plural uh, pronoun. I'm just not, because you're only one person. So, <laughs> no, you're, you're one reindeer, you're in fact. Reindeer. You're not even a person. So, uh, you can kind of forget about that. Wow. All right? Remy's got too much time on his hands. Uh, they, Way too much. They, their on hand, their, their hands. paws, yeah, hooves. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Don't you have something to be doing right now, Remy? Can't you make yourself useful at the North Pole, bro? Oh, man. Okay. Oh, by the way, uh, BYU soccer plays uh, Florida State for the national championship tonight. Oh, tonight? Tonight. Well, yeah. good luck. Thank you. That's yeah. the and dudes? good luck to them. No, the women. Chicks? Women. Women's okay. soccer. Are they? It's they? they They've yes. got a game tonight? Yeah. The Gijemgiers have a game tonight. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs>